Welcome to Coffee with Michelle, a podcast I created using messy action so I could share super fun and random stories with 30 of my closest friends. Welcome to episode number 20. For those of you that subscribe, you probably had a different version of episode 20 that I released and then deleted. I don't remember why I deleted it, but I said, you know what, I'm just going to delete that one. (laughs) So I did. I obviously have kind of taken a break for the last couple months. I don't know how long it's been. I guess I could probably look. It's been a hot minute. I've been adjusting to my new normal here and kind of figuring out what this new version of my life looks like. And it's interesting when I first decided to date, and for those of you that don't know me, I haven't dated in quite a while. I haven't even tried to date, like no dating apps, none of that. And when I, when I first decided to do this, it was actually kind of a little experiment for one of my, it's my new bitch energy program that I created. It's this whole concept on how to like create a different version of your life or whatever. And it was somewhat experimental. I honestly didn't even expect to meet anyone that I'd be interested in. So it all happened really quick and caught me off guard and I had to really sit and like, I didn't even know what the hell I wanted in a relationship. (laughs) I was like, I don't even know what my priorities are here. I don't know. Uh, So it's been interesting kind of trying to like figure that out as we go. And, and we do have a great time. We'll see. I mean, we definitely have some different approaches to life as most people do. And it is interesting dating when you get older just because it's like, okay, at what point, like, is this a me thing I need to clean up? Is this a you thing you need to clean up? Or is this just not make sense? You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's really interesting. Um, it's actually in some ways has been significantly easier than I thought it would be for me to be in a relationship. I really enjoyed my alone time. I thoroughly keep myself pretty damn entertained (laughs) quite easily as I'm sure it's obvious because I laugh on the podcast to myself about myself. It's, it's like a one man show here. Um, so what the hell was I saying? Hmm. Memory's still not so great. Uh, I wasn't quite prepared. I think that's what I was saying. I wasn't quite prepared. I wasn't, I didn't expect that to happen so quickly. My God, it did. It was like a, a rushing river. Um, and so now I'm, we're just kind of trying to let the dust settle and figure out what, what we're working with here, but it's been interesting. It's been very interesting. Oh, that was what I was saying. The part that was surprising to me is how easy it was for me to like get into relationship mode. Um, cause I thought, oh my God, I'm really going to miss my alone time, which of course I still had alone time, but it was easier than I thought it would be. It was surprising, but it's, I've learned a lot about myself and it's, it's been pretty interesting. So I won't talk much about that on here because he, of course, he knew I had a podcast, but he definitely didn't sign up to have his shit shared, <laughs> to have his life and stuff shared on a podcast. And so I will not be talking about that on the podcast just to protect his privacy. And not that he even asked me to do that. I just will do that because I'm a very much an open book. What what you see is what you get. I'll throw it all out there. Um, but not everybody wants to do that. Not everybody wants to be that. And hell, I wasn't like that for most of my life. So, so anyway, I'm not quite sure how this is going to evolve. Uh, one of my clients recommended I start talking about some coaching stuff on here, which could be an interesting use of this space. I do want to interview a few other people. 
I'm just going to keep keep it messy. Like I said in the beginning, it's messy action. I'm legit just going to kind of follow my flow. What sounds fun? Um, I'm always going to try to have a funny spin on it just because that's my brand and life is freaking short. Uh, speaking of which, I listened to the Tim Ferriss podcast. There's episode number 599. God, is that right? Could I possibly have remembered that one correctly? Let me look. Pretty sure it's 599. Uh, let me see. I'm not going to make you guys wait. It's 599. If not, I'll put it in the show notes. Anyway, it's Sam Harris and a few others, but minute seven through like 40 is pretty profound. And the guy basically is talking about meditation and life and being present and all of that stuff. But he, at one point, talks about like, you know, we go through life and we're not really present most of the time. We're not really paying attention. And we experience so many things for the last time that we didn't even really experience because we're so distracted and we don't even know it's the last time. Like an example is there's going to be the last time your child wants you to pick them up. You're there's going to be a last time you get to drive a car, walk on your own legs, um, sing. I don't what am I talking about sing? I mean, I guess it's possible you're going to not be able to sing at some point. <laughs> but I'm just trying to think of examples and I thought about that I was actually doing the dishes while I listened to the podcast and I was like holy shit, it could be possible that this could be the last time I could walk through my house on my own legs, right? Like you could get into a car accident. You could have some freak injury. Um, and it's, we never slow down to like feel grateful for little things like that. So it was just kind of interesting, but I'll tell you, it really has stuck with me for quite a few days. And even today, it's like a Saturday. I got up early. I kicked serious ass kicked so much ass this morning. Um, and I'm like, God, I have, I have like three hours to kill. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just watch some TV and just chill. And then I was like, no, bitch, this might be your last Saturday. <laughs> and so it's so funny. It's so interesting to think about. And at some point I will have a last Saturday and I don't know which one that will be. So anyway, just a little rabbit hole there for you. So that, that was kind of an interesting one, which is actually what prompted me to record this podcast because at first I was like, well, I don't really know what to talk about. And I'm like, who gives a shit? I'll just go in here and ramble. Um, so yeah, talked about that. There was a funny thing I thought I would talk about. I found this article the other day that is it lists a few of the weird laws in the United States. Some of these were phenomenal. So I'm going to share them with you because I'm a giver like that. And then I'll then I'll jump into some Barb and Winnie updates and I'll just see if anything else comes to mind to talk about. But I have no idea how long this one is going to be. I'm not even going to worry about it. I'm just going to talk until I run out of shit to talk about and call it an episode. <laughs> but I am going to try to do this more consistently because I know those of you that listen regularly are like, what the hell? Where did you go? And I do have things that happen in my life that I can share that obviously don't involve the boyfriend. Um and I have a lot of fun stuff coming down the pipe for my business. Is it pipe or pike? Coming down the pike? Pipe? Whatever. I actually do not know which one that is. But I have a lot of really fun stuff coming down that I'll for sure talk about here that I'm using in my own life. I'm definitely going to package it up and share it with others because it's muy bueno. No. Chef's kiss. Whatever. It's going to be badass. So I will for sure share it as I develop it. Develop it. But I... 
it's funny. I go through these phases where I can like sense the tide shifting, meaning like I go through these phases where I like rocket launch my ass into a whole new world in my business and I can feel it coming right now energetically. And I know that's very woo woo, but mark my words, I can tell you right now it's coming. So anyway, back to the weird sex laws. These are weird sex laws. (laughs) I would love to hear your take on any of these. All right. So I'm just going to kind of riff on these. I don't really have a plan in place, but number one, it is illegal to seduce and debauch. Didn't know that was a word. An unmarried woman in Michigan. Um, any man who shall seduce and debauch, does debauch mean the act of having sex? I should probably Google that. Any unmarried woman shall be guilty of a felony. (laughs) Now, I think it's kind of funny because like you imagine the bar scene in Michigan. And of course, I'm sure that they're not actively like pursuing this there, I would imagine. But it's funny to think of that being like a concern. So you have these drunk guys at a bar. It's like, dude, I'm thinking about seducing and debauching the chick over there. And the other guy's like, dude, it's a felony. You can't. You can't do it. Don't. And then like for women... Like as soon, you know, it would be kind of fun to have that in your back pocket because as soon as like some creeps are talking to you, you could say, debauch, 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 seduce and debauch, seduce and debauch. (laughs) But that is an interesting, interesting little law. So if you find yourself in a Michigan bar, you better keep that seducing and debauching to a minimum. Wait. Wait. Oh, even an unmarried woman? Wait a damn minute. Wait a damn minute. What? Any man who shall seduce and debauch an unmarried woman. So what the hell? They're supposed to do that to married women? Oh, I don't even... This doesn't even make any sense. If you... What? Huh. Why in God's green earth would they have ever... Hmm... Are there's is this basically just saying premarital sex is illegal? I'm so confused. I thought it was a married woman. Well, shit, just be careful. <laughs> if you're in Michigan, just be careful. Just tread lightly. Just go to the next state if you're trying to hook up with someone. Um, but n- there is no law against women doing it. So have at it, ladies. Have at it. Okay, number two in Utah. Marrying your cousin gets complicated, as it should, right? As it should. Whether or not you can marry your cousin in the United States varies from state to state. Had no clue. Marriages between first cousins are illegal in 25 states and legal in 20. So I guess the other states haven't made a decision yet. You'd think it'd have to be one or the other. Um Oh, in the remaining states, it gets more complicated. In Utah, for example, first cousins may legally marry only if they are at least 55 years old and can prove to a state judge that one of them cannot procreate. Alternatively, first cousins can wait until they're both at least 65, in which case they can marry without permission. What in God's green earth is going on with that situation? Because let's just think about the idea of falling in love with your first cousin. That's just probably going to happen early, right? Because you probably know them when you're young. So let's say, 
<laughs> you fall in love with your cousin in high school and you're like, dude, all we have to do is wait another 45 years and then we can be together. And why in God's green earth, what are we doing? What are we doing? At 65, they're like, who gives a shit? Just do whatever you want to do. Family member, we're not bothered. 65 is just like the freedom age there, I guess. But that's interesting. I genuinely did not realize it was legal to marry a first cousin anywhere in the United States. So if y'all are single and you got a family, if you're single and you got a family reunion coming up, especially if you're close to that 55 or 65 range, you better get some new shoes. New shoes and a, I don't know, a bow or two or something. Oh, that's funny. All right, number three. It's technically illegal to flirt in Haddon Township, New Jersey. Um, it's a peace and good order. A person may be punished for approaching any person of the opposite sex unknown to such person and by word, sign, or gesture attempts to speak to speak to or to become acquainted with such person against his will. I'm a fan of this one. Shut up, right? If someone's not India, just shut it up and keep moving. This one's for sure for the men. For sure for the men. Um, but I totally, I'm, I'm down with this one. Let's let's pack our bags, Chica. We're headed to Haddon Township, New Jersey. Yeah. If I don't want you talking to me, just don't talk to me and I won't talk to you. So I'm all right. I sign off on that one. Way to go, Haddon Township. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. All right, so this one, number four, in Texas, and I know I have several Texas listeners, the possession of more than six, and I'm going to say TV mature audience alert here, so if you have children in the car, hey, kids, we're going to talk about taxes and adult stuff, so go ahead and hit pause, mom, dad. All right. Okay, again, getting ready to kick into some TV mature audience. Uh. In Texas, the the possession of more than six dildos is prohibited. It's the obscene device law. It is a crime to possess six or more obscene devices or identical or similar obscene articles. Uh, These infernal devices include dildos. So in Texas, you can legally own more guns than you can sex toys. America. What are we doing? What are we doing? (laughs) I can't even wrap my head around how stupid that is. I mean, but then again, I mean, enough's enough at some point. (laughs) But that is amazing. It's like, where do you live? Oh, Texas. We're known for being able to own own more guns than sex toys. Uh, Welcome. Welcome to Texas. So if you live in Texas and you didn't know that, you better, you know, check some inventory. Make sure you're not breaking any laws. Um, okay. You can't get married. Oh, this is number five for those of you keeping track. You cannot get married in Nebraska if either partner has a sexually transmitted disease. No person who is afflicted with a venereal disease shall marry in this state. Cases involving this intrusive statue are rarely enforced, and the law might one day be wiped from the books completely. Senator Matt Henson introduced a bill to eliminate it, which would allow people to marry without reprisal. Is that how you pronounce that? Even if infected with an STD. So it's interesting. 
I mean, huh? Yeah, I guess. I mean, don't you always have to take a blood test and see if you have one? And I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I'm all right with that, I guess, because you probably want to get it cleaned up. But what about the ones you can't get rid of? You just not going to get married? Hmm. Could be a blessing anyway. All right. That one's so-so. Okay. Number six, North Carolina coming in hot. It is illegal in North Carolina to live with a partner if the couple is unmarried. It's actually one of five states to have an illegal cohabitation law. The state's law of fornication and adultery state, if any man and woman not being married to each other shall lewdly and lasciviously, I'm sure I pronounced that wrong, associate bed and cohabit together, they shall be guilty of a class two misdemeanor. Oh, welcome to 2022, North Carolina. (laughs) We got bigger issues than this shit. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder if that's like actively pursued. You wonder if it's like a whole in-law situation, right? Like, think about it. Your daughter moves in with some jackass and you don't like him. And so you call, you call the mayor. You probably wouldn't call the mayor. You'd call the police and go, we've got a class two misdemeanor going on on 27th street over there. So that's probably, I bet you, or an an angry ex-girlfriend or something like who's all jaded or ex-boyfriend. Um, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Um, but good God, welcome to 2022 North Carolina. We have bigger freaking problems right now. (laughs) Much bigger problems. Uh, number seven. Many U.S. states have laws against adultery and fornication. Many countries, such as the U.K., no longer consider adultery a criminal offense, although it can still be used for grounds as grounds for divorce, of course. The same can't be said in the U.S., where 18 states make sexual acts illegal if at least one of the people involved is already married. In Idaho, for example, the adulterer could face a fine of up to 1,000 or three years in jail. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean... They're, they say most most places it's not enforced, which I can imagine. But yeah, of course it's grounds for divorce. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Okay, number eight, South Carolina coming in. This one's for you, Michelle. This one is for you. A false promise of marriage can land you in jail. Promising someone you'll marry them with no intention of falling through is a low move, but getting sent to prison for doing so seems a bit harsh. That is how it is in South Carolina, where seduction under promise of marriage is a misdemeanor punishable with a fine or imprisonment for up to a year. But how do you prove intention? How do you prove that in a court of law? Because wouldn't the guy just say, well, no, I fully intended to until I woke up (laughs) until I woke up the next morning and then changed my mind. Like, how would you ever possibly prove that? I mean, well, even then, like, if someone has the intention of doing something, what's the statute where they can change their mind? It doesn't make any sense. Um, Next to impossible to ever take that to trial, I would think. I mean, because you cannot prove intention, right? Because even if I intend to get up right now and go do jumping jacks, I could change my mind. I could stub my toe. I could realize I'm an adult. I probably shouldn't be doing jumping jacks. Um, That's interesting. 
number nine, don't teach anyone about polygamy in Mississippi. If you want to explain to someone what polygamy is all about, it's best not to do it there. It's illegal in this state to teach another the doctrines, principles, or tenets of any of them or any of them of polygamy. Doing so could result in a $500 fine and up to six months in jail. That's interesting. I wonder, I wonder when they put that into place. I mean, I'm probably all right with it. You know, you guys heard my take on polygamy early on in the first couple episodes. It's kind of a joke. Oh, my God. This spider um, on my window. So, you know, my take on that. It's, yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of shades to polygamy. But just that if you go to Mississippi, don't be trying to recruit a sister wife. Not not openly, anyway. You're going to have to write that on a napkin or something. Um, oh, number 10, stupid. It just is, don't flaunt your booby pillows in Kern County, California. The lawmakers of Kern County have a real issue with the public sale of articles depicting female breast. In particular, the sale of stuffed objects known as booby pillows. According to the law, the sale of booby pillows along public highways is a species of indecency and vulgarity which cannot be ignored or controlled by passerby. Vendors can't sell or even display booby pillows within a thousand feet of a highway. Doing so could earn them a fine. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Kids in a car, right? It's um, it's actually kind of funny. We, God, I think it's been 10 years ago now. My family, we all went to Winter Park, Colorado. We got this pretty big house and we all stayed together. I think there were like 22 of us, 24 of us. It was so fun. And we went white water rafting at one point. And the, our, our little guide was like a stoned Matthew McConaughey. It was pretty fun, but we're in the middle of nowhere. It's gorgeous out there. Gorgeous. And he's like, uh, up here on the left is such and such, I don't know, some kind of rock or cliff or something. So we all look over there and there's a freaking full blown nude family. I'm talking dad, mom, maybe a second mom. It was grown man, grown woman, grown woman, and like three kids, all stark naked, not a stitch of clothing. And we are literally in the middle of absolutely nowhere. And um, the kids, of course, are like, oh, my God, what is this? And the tour guy's like, oh, dear God, I've never seen this before. But what a weird thing. What are you doing with the family there? What are you doing? Like, God, there are just so many interesting people in the world. You wonder if they're just straight up nudists and they're just like, hey, flaunt it if you got it. Don't care if there's kids in that little raft or not. But it was kind of a funny thing. But that really was a fun trip. We've talked about trying to do that again. As you guys know, those of you that have set up little family reunions, it's a lot of finagling. Um. But life is short, just like I said at the beginning. There's going to be a last time we do something. Or wait, there's always going to be a last time we do everything or some shit like that. So we probably should just try to make it happen within the next couple of years. Um, let's see what else. Okay, so my girl Barb has COVID. Poor thing. Um, she's doing okay. I've talked to her a few times from the sidewalk. Uh, she had roofers over there the other day, so I'm wondering what that's all about because her roof is pretty new. She must have found some damage. Um, but she's doing really well. We have not had coffee in like well over a month. Just one thing or another, Barb was sick and then she had a doctor's appointment 
and this or that, all kinds of stuff. I, uh, I have been venturing out to this place called Spring Creek where I spent a lot of time as a kid and it's spring fed crystal clear water. It's amazing. And it feels so good right now with it being so hot. And the other day I went out there by myself and it's about a 45 minute drive. And I got back to the car after being in the water for a while. And Winnie had texted me, she's like, girl, you know, your freaking a garage door is open and I was like, oh, God. I said, no, I have to get it replaced. My sensor kind of flakes out on me. And that's actually what I'm going to do right after this. I'm going to text that guy. Um, but anyway, I said, I'm like 45 minutes from home. But I'll get there as quickly as I can. Thanks for letting me know. And that cute little thing, I got home and she was sitting on her porch just watching. She's a little neighborhood watch. And her little cheeks were just bright red. <laughs> she was so hot because she was so hot I felt so bad and I thanked her and it was a lot of fun um or not a lot of fun but it was really sweet of her to do that but yeah nothing too crazy new in the neighborhood uh the ambulance has shown up at the neighbor's old short shorts house that the ambulance has shown up there like two or three times and Barb I had to call Barb the other day I said hey the ambulance is in front of your house. I thought it was for you. It scared the shit out of me. And, um, and so Barb, I was looking out the front window. With Barb. Barb says, Oh girl, let me go check. And so she walks outside and she acts like she's like trimming her bushes and she's on her phone talking to me like Eagle Lion next door, trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> she is the cutest thing on the planet. I swear to God. So, uh, we, we couldn't figure out what was going on. They were there for a while. And Barb told me that the last time they were there, she said, girl, do you know I wanted to know what was going on so bad? I walked over there to talk to the ambulance guys and I offered to help them. And they looked at me and said, oh, no, we're fine. We don't need your help, but thank you. She said, I wanted them to tell me what was going on. And I just love it. Barb and Winnie can't take it, man. They have got to get the scoop. And Winnie said a few weeks ago, she goes, well, girls, I, I think there's rumor going around the neighborhood that we're gossips. And I'm like, I don't think that's a rumor. I think that is like headline news. <laughs> we are well past that being a rumor at this point. Um, and then the other night I was in bed and it was like 11 o'clock and I got a text message from Winnie that said, hey, girls, everything okay over there? The fire truck's in front of your house. And I was like, oh, dear God, is my house on fire? And so I jumped up. And, of course, my first thought's always Barb. And it was across the street again. So I'm not sure what's going on over there. But that's really about it. Both of them seem to be doing well. Winnie's son has been there a few times to help her out. I love how much he shows up for her. Winnie also took Barb to the emergency room when she thought she had COVID just to get tested and all that and then took her to the store and all that good stuff. And that's about the gist of it, y'all. I mean, nothing too crazy. I'm really trying to enjoy my summer. I'm getting out hiking more, which I'm really excited about. It's so freaking hot, though. This summer has just been brutal, brutal. But you got to make lemons out of lemonade, you know? Might be the last summer I have to go hiking. See, I'm telling you, that last thing really stuck with me. So again, if you want to listen to that, it is the Tim Ferriss Podcast, episode 599, minutes 7 through 40. Really interesting stuff. So 
Thanks for listening. Sorry there was such a big delay. I will be back. I don't know what this is going to look like, but we'll just kind of let it evolve as it does. And if you have any ideas, shoot them over. And yeah, we will see what the future holds. Rate it, review it, share it with a friend, all that stuff people say. So, all right, guys. Bye.